0: What's up, everybody? Okay, do you guys know that even if we all ate the same and exercised the same, that we would all still look completely different? I'm Lacey Green, a super trainer with BODY. That's B-O-D-I dot com. And I'm telling you, this is something you need in your life. The app is about feeling amazing as we help you get life-changing results. That's called health esteem. Feeling good about yourself right now as you work on the person you are becoming, using BODY's easy-to-follow programs. BODY isn't just some app. It's a day-by-day plan. Plan and it's people, it's trainers, delicious meal planning, and even positive mindset experts. And Body features my program for beginners only, which you have to try even if you've never worked out a day in your life. And here's how I'll make it a total no-brainer. Join Body today and you can get one month free. That's a $29 value. A full free month just for joining today and letting me help you start your lifestyle transformation. I do not want you to miss this free month offer. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an i.com.
1: How dare the left compare Suella Braverman's speech to the British Union of Fascists? Suella would never join a union. I'm Harriet Langley Swindon, and this is Nonsensored. Hello, and welcome to Nonsensored, the podcast that wraps up all the best bits from my very real daily radio show into one easy-to-digest highlights package. I'm joined, as ever, by my producer, Martin. And what a show we have for you this week, eh, Martin?
2: Oh, yes, indeed. Uh, This week, we've been up to a Manchester... ..for the Conservative Party conference. And we spoke to representatives from both wings of the party about how they feel it went. We also had Ishan Akbar with his hot and spicy takeaway about Suella Braverman's speech.
1: Yes, Manchester, is that how it's pronounced?
2: I think so, yes. Yeah. Yes, right,
1: OK. Is simply buzzing with energy and new ideas. And let me ask you this. If it wasn't, why would Toploader have agreed to perform here? And this week, we've done so much on the radio show that we can't fit it all into this Highlights podcast. For example, we had a very powerful interview with an audience member whose night out at Les Miserables was ruined by a Just Stop Oil protest. I just think, if you go out to see the last thing you want to think about is protesters.
2: Hmm, yes. Uh, we also had a piece on HS2, which we'd been planning for months, but in the end, it was just too difficult to finish it, so we chucked it in the bin.
1: Now, don't forget, we have a live show at the Museum of Comedy in London of the 18th of October, where our guests will include Nadine Dorries and Jordan Peterson. Tickets are available at museumofcomedy.com and you'll be able to ask them your questions live.
2: If you can't make it but have a question for Nadine or Jordan, you can email it to us at non at gmail.com. You can also email us comments, compliments and gift vouchers. Gift vouchers. Well, it's worth a try, isn't it? But
1: on to this week's show, and we brought together the two wings of the Conservative Party, represented by grassroots activist Felidia Pritchard-Biltong and MP Hugh Brisket. Let's take a listen. (music) Felidia, Hugh, how are you finding the conference so far? Hugh, let's start with you.
3: Thank you very much, Harriet. Yes, it's a wonderful conference. There's a real buzz in the air. I think everyone's very happy about how the conference is going. And I think if there's one thing you can say about the Conservative Party is that we're a a very sensible, moderate party with some really quite wonderfully
1: uh, easy to digest views. Great. Oh, absolutely brilliant. And for Lydia, I think I saw you dancing the other night with Nigel and Pretty. Very,
4: very good fun. So you must be having a wonderful time. Yeah, I am. Um, As you know, I'm part of the Young Tories. Um, I'm just a very ordinary Mm. South London girl. So people don't always expect that. Of me, but uh, yes, and I went along and it was so brilliant. Top Loader, just outstanding band, best British band since the Beatles, everyone's saying it, and I just had a great night. And I'm very upset, I suppose you could say, by the fact that people are jealous that some of us got to dance to Top Loader when at the Labour conference, guess who they've got? Who? They've got Top Loader, but we had them first. Oh right! Right! Brilliant! Brilliant!
2: Yeah. can beat them. Interesting.
1: And Philidia, you are a young, a young blood, young Tory. Mm. Do you think that you know? There's a lot of talk about how Tories appeal to the older generation. Do what? What do you think it offers young people?
4: As a young Tory, uh, that which means I'm under forty. Um, they have a true vision. And nothing has been clearer than that at this conference, the true vision that they're putting out there. They're not afraid to handle the big issues facing people today. And I think that's exciting. And that's what's drawn Nigel Farage back to the party. Big Nige. Um,
1: So do you think you, if, if Nigel wanted to come back in the party, would you welcome
4: him with open arms? Oh, it would be heaven.
3: Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, listen, we're always open to anybody that wants to come, but you know, I think Nigel's got his own thing going on there, and he's doing a wonderful job. Fair play to him, uh, but we don't need him in the Conservative Party at the moment uh, because I think we're full.
1: Oh, oh, you're full. Brilliant. Mean, and there was a, a bit of a mean chat about how at the beginning, the conference was looking a bit empty, but was that just sort of bad optics I expect, wasn't it?
3: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, this—you know any estate agent will tell you it's where you put the camera. Uh, it mm-hmm. makes the room look bigger, it makes the room look emptier, and it makes people inside the room look miserable, but that wasn't the case. There was a lot of Joy to be to be had there. It was, you know, it was like Christmas for conservatives. Conservative Christmas.
1: Oh, conservative Christmas! What a wonderful idea! What a wonderful idea! And we had some, we had some amazing speeches. We had Penny telling us to stand up and fight. Mm. Golly, it made me want to stand up and fight. I don't mm. know about you too.
4: Yes. Um, she a said bit- that if you stand up and fight, other nations, they stand up and fight too, which um, you'd sort of think you wouldn't want, but actually we do want it if it's the right kind of standing up and fighting.
2: Yes, it did make me think that perhaps we were all going to stand up and all fight, which is probably not a great thing when it comes to um, international... Um, punch-ups
3: yes no Martin I'm with you 100% there Uh, I think Penny was obviously very passionate in her speech very passionate very passionate very passionate I think you know holding that sword she's just getting a bit riled up uh, but I think what, when she says fighting, she, 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 what she means there is uh, discussion. Uh, you Ooh, know, get right. into a, a discussion. I don't want anyone to think that the Conservative Party is, is engaging in fist fighting. And I certainly know that Penny didn't mean that when she suggested fighting.
1: Well, I guess stand up and discuss doesn't have the same sort of ring to it, does it, Hugh?
3: No, well, well, I don't know. I think you could get that on a T-shirt and then it would look very nice.
2: <laughs> I would buy the- that T-shirt, actually. I think that is a good T-shirt. Yes, I it's just, a very just, producer T-shirt. I see if I can... T-shirt. T-shirt design that while we're having this chat actually.
1: Lydia, what do you think that we should be standing up and fighting against?
4: I think it's really obvious from the speeches we have heard at conference what that is. I look at Suella's incredible speech that even papers like Mm. the um, Observer was saying was actually very rousing um, even if you don't necessarily agree with every point in it although I did. Uh, she's telling us that a hurricane is coming and she's not talking about climate change, which, of course, isn't real. No. No,
1: she's talking about a hurricane of people. Mm. Mm -hmm. And and that's the thing. And actually, one of those people had swept into the the hall and had to be ejected after
4: he did a really, I mean, quite grotesque heckle. It was violent and I'm not easily offended. Yeah. Well,
2: could you not maybe suggest that um, what happened with the um, the conservative that was asked to leave um, that he was trying to stand up and fight?
4: No, he was sitted. He was sitted. Oh, seated.
2: right. So, I mean, I, I suppose he was. He sitting was more down of the
4: sit
1: and discuss um, quarter, I think. But not in a good way, mm-hmm. in a hurricane type way. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm. Well, I, I just think we need to be very careful when we're banding around these terms like hurricane, because I think you know, in in all the hustle and bustle of, of a man being uh, dejected by the police, I think uh, we've missed sight of what Suella was actually saying. And when she says a hurricane is coming, she means uh, you know, well uh, oh, you know, in in a in a fun way, it's a fun hurricane. Let's like not- like
1: the Wizard of Oz like Mm. the Wizard
3: of Oz suddenly Mm. you know when it lands let's not
1: forget that in the Wizard of Oz it was a hurricane it was quite scary for Dorothy and Toto but then they landed in a magical world and met a fairy and a lion and lots of and lots of little orange men but you can't say that anymore of course can't say little orange men well
3: no you you, you probably shouldn't say that but you know after the hurricane came everything was in colour so you know it might have been scary at the time but after that it was a whole new world, lots of opportunities. Obviously, they crushed a woman to death. Let's not focus on that. Let's focus on the bright, technicolour view that you know, was in front of
1: Dora. Yeah, and there are going to be casualties, aren't they? Uh, in, if you're standing up and fighting, there are going to be casualties. And I, I, in I a get- hurricane... Of migrants, I guess. Well, then... I just,
3: I just want us to, to think about what we mean when we say fighting. And again, it's not, you know, aggressive fisticuffs. It's robust debate, that's what this Conservative Party is all r- about. Sorry, r- robust,
1: robust a, a, a what?
2: Robust debate.
1: Robust, r- robust. A... Robust debate? It's his... Robust, uh, he's, uh, robust uh, debate. It's,
2: uh, I think you're having a Re- bit robust of trouble debate. with his...
1: Uh, I
3: think it's r- robust debate.
1: Robust debate?
3: Accent robust Yeah, Harriet. R-
1: robust, robust,
3: robust debate? I think it's perfectly clear we can all have a robust debate, uh, you know, uh, t- together on our own. It doesn't really matter. Uh, as long as we're robust debating, that's all that, you know, that's what, that's what we should be doing that's... as a party. Do you
1: think there's a lot of shame around robust debating and, and we should sort of... Bring it more in the open.
3: No, you should never be ashamed of your robust debating. Uh, you know, I am perfectly comfortable with myself when I'm doing it, and yep.
2: that's the way everybody should feel. Well, wonderful. That's, I'm glad to have got that uh, sorted out. So, just to clarify, we weren't talking so much as a terrifying hurricane that should be fought with knives, but more like Jimmy the Whirlwind White turning up to the snooker world championships. And putting on a, a fun display of snooker that uh, that everyone can enjoy.
1: Producer Martin, no one knows who those people are.
2: And he's a, quite a famous snooker There's player. There's been a lot of
1: chat about the kind of nefarious forces attacking the Conservative Party in this conference. One is uh, Labour. Now, Belidia, you're a Tory activist, you're on the ground. It'd be great if you could tell us... But just just some of the things that you've been hearing that Labour are doing, because I've been hearing some absolutely appalling things. They're going to
4: ban meat. You heard that one. Mm. People wow. are very concerned, wow. concerning, interesting, Look, going to look into mm. it. They want to ban um, schools from even knowing that religion exists. Have you heard about that? Wow. First, no, they banned Chris. They banned Christmas, which they literally did from 1997 no. to 2010. There were no Christmases. It was all just <sighs> keep working all the way through. Um, and wow. uh, unless you're poor, in which case you here's free money from the rich. That was that went on for mm. 13 years, and they honestly think they can just start that again, but on steroids this time, because they're actively going to ban any talk of religion in schools. Oh, my goodness. Unless it's Islam. Wow. I just thought of that. I just thought of That's that. That's a thing, isn't it? How would I have come up with that without having heard it? Someone has to hear these things. Yeah, someone's told you that. I must have and heard And this is it. the worry, isn't it?
1: And... Hugh, I'm sure you'll agree with me here that the worry is is that they're going to make all of us Muslim. They might not, you know, they, they kind of do it in this happy clappy, no, let's respect all religions, but we know where that ends up. It ends up with us all praying to Allah.
3: I mean, does it? I'm not sure that that's the case. I I think, you know, again, it's it's when the buzz of the conference is going, there's a lot of talk. It comes, you know, like Chinese whispers, but it doesn't necessarily have to be Chinese. Um, but you know it's that just that sense of uh, people uh, misinterpreting what's been said here. There, no one is saying they're a turning people Muslim. That's that's not possible.
4: Uh, well, Philidia's you know, heard it. So I've heard I mean, it, as she says. Did that come from anywhere? Do you work for them, Hugh? Do you really think that that seat should be your seat if you're working for Labour?
3: Oh, <laughs> well, I thought you meant working for the Muslims. No, I, 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 I am not working for uh, Muslim or Labour. I just I am, heard that you're working for you know, Muslims. Here.
4: In the sentence,
1: you just you. This is an exclusive. Hugh Brisket, MP, is working for the
2: Muslims. Where no, okay, fine. that's.
1: I didn't. We've got nothing I, against the Muslims. I don't think Hugh. That's
2: so. An excl- Perhaps look, we should just see what uh, Hugh has to say about this. Hugh, that's. I don't think that's what you're saying, is it? And if you were, absolutely. also absolutely fine. No problem with working for Muslims. They're all right. We're not.
1: We're not here to shame you, Hugh. That's just something. Well, just like Labour want to tax meat you you want to work with Muslims and you know Well, uh, look i'm
3: not I don't work for Muslims I work for a Muslim in my secondary job he just happens to be Muslim but it's a very reputable uh you know mm. financial institution uh but, but, but you know I, I i I am saying that religion is 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 free and welcome wherever it lies if that's in schools fine you know bus in the priests into school uh, not, uh, the,
1: pri- the, the priest
2: I don't think we should put a bus full of priests I mean what school needs a bus full is of that also a too many priests policy
1: is... that Rishi's planning to scrap because I don't know priests in buses I just think that that, that brings a whole world well, the bus is
2: problems. going to go all the way up to Manchester or are the bus is going to what? stop Birmingham. I don't know at the moment. I don't know.
3: I think uh, Rishi may have, have changed his mind on, on, on the priest buses, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the clergy coaches. I, I don't know that that's specifically happening. W- what I you've w- got
1: to be careful of, I just have to say, Hugh, is that what we found, because taxing meat was originally a, a Tory policy that wasn't actually a policy and now it's a Labour policy uh, that's not actually a policy. And I just think you need to be careful because if you start the this talk about buses of priests before you know it, That's what Labour's going to be doing.
3: Uh, Yes, I mean, absolutely.
1: Uh, And, you know, they're getting more powerful. And if they've got
4: buses of priests and, you know, all their sacks of meat, who knows where it could go? They're already running the country and dictating how we all have to think. Next thing, they're going to want to be the actual government. And that's something that's very concerning. Yeah, that's the thing. They are the elite. And we've got to be very careful. We've got to stand up
1: and fight, in fact, is what I'd say. I, th- I think we need to, we do, we need to stand up and fight against Labour, against the woke elite, and maybe one day we can rule the country.
3: Uh, but, but I think, I just want us to be aware that the the the, the, the future is not as bleak as it seems. Certainly, certainly p- post-Brexit, uh, you know, we are talking about sunlit uplands, and I want people to know that they are genuine uplands of, you know, streets filled with meat, not... Uh, you know, people brawling on pub corners uh, with priests, you know, hidden in schools. That's not the future that the Conservative Party is proposing. Okay, but this
1: is interesting, Cute, because talking about the future of the Conservative Party. Now, in Rishi's speech, he talked about how he is scrapping HS2. Now, we talked about this a bit on the podcast last week, but people are up in arms. And um, is it time that we're going to be, he said, we're going to be reinvesting in other trains, so we're going to have good trains in the north. Do you think there's any point in doing that? I mean, maybe it's, you know, we've tried with the north, we've tried to give them HS2, they clearly can't handle it. Let's let's just leave
3: them alone. I think, I, 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 I mean, I think the people in the north uh, would like to be left alone, but that's not this party's uh, priority. We mm. will be interfering with their travel as best we can, you know, but ultimately it is about getting people out of northern cities as best as possible.
1: Philidia, do you know any northern people? No. That's
4: the problem. I don't think any of us do, I'm just do an we? ordinary South London no, girl.
2: No. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I know quite a few northern people and they're actually, um, you, you might be surprised to know. Are they a
1: bit that... like um, Producer Martin? I always imagine, you know, the sort of Morlocks, is it?
2: What? Well, Moorhands? You know in
1: um, Lord in, of the yes, Rings? Yes, that's the one. The ones in the time machine and they sort of, they, you know, they're a bit sort of, Kind of underground blue,
2: and Were you talking you know, about Loompas again? What well, I'm not sure. No, 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 Have no,
1: are not Loompas. and you can't say that anymore, Producer it, Martin, because the wokeys will get you.
2: Listen, they're just normal people, and they want actually. Normal things the, I, I like don't know. Like if you, but I'd heard a
1: rumor that Labour was going to ban the Wizard of Oz being shown around
2: Christmas. Can, I think that's unlikely, surely. I mean, everyone likes The Wonderful Wizard.
4: Can you verify I it. this? I heard view? it. No, I, I heard it. I heard it just now from you. Yeah, see, that's
1: the thing. Where did it come from with me? It didn't come out of nowhere, did it? No, and I heard it. Well, just I... you. i very worried. So they want to tax meat. They want to ban Christmas and ban the Wizard of Oz being shown around Christmas. Research. They want to put...
4: Priests in buses, they want eat, They want to beat the government. I'm
2: sorry. I, I feel I like need I to wade have... in here a little because, I mean, we've had well, a he's... lot of hearsay. Um, Unfortunately, I don't believe there is a single policy here that uh, Labour is pushing. Um, This is a lot of chat. I mean, if you're just talk, you're going to repeat things that you've heard, I could say, what about Sasquatch? Maybe he's what's, coming back. What's he done? Labour interested in inviting Yeti. What? Yeti over and Bigfoot I think they're all the same monster but just from different um different parts of the world but still there's going to be four, 40 yetis in the UK by the end of the year what what about that you know is that now I, a, is labor, labor doing that
4: this is a labor very doing that
2: well, no I no it wow. I don't think labor should that, be
1: letting yetis into the country well, they, they, oh, that's absolutely I think, pandemonium. I don't
2: think no but just that's my awful. The, the point that,
1: this is, they're so dangerous. I mean, this is the thing. If Labour get in, it's going to be complete destruction. And, you know, yetis, as far as I understand it, Hugh, maybe you know more about this than I do. I don't think yetis are very good with humans. I think they can be quite aggressive. They mainly hide. I, I, think
3: I think it's too soon to say it. It's too soon mm. to say it. And I would uh, not like us to become the anti-Yeti party just yet. Right. I think there is still time for us to understand that before we were uh, to, to, you know, to, to, to blow that out of proportion.
1: It would just be a shame that we have to stop the boat and stop the yetis. I'm going you to know, stand up and fight
4: the yetis. Oh wow, Lydia! Well, well,
2: I done. mean, they're meant to be somewhere in the region of 20 foot tall, so I don't think you'd yeah. I can have take one. chance, but look,
4: I'm the youngest Tory, therefore the most spry. Wow, Lydia! <laughs> <Flidia>, well <laughs> I- done. The thing is, for Lydia, that I mean, these Yetis will be coming in their little
1: boats, and I mean, one person can't do it all. Do you know what I mean? But I could take one, and Big Nigel take another one. I mean, this is the thing. I I sometimes feel, Hugh, I'm sorry, but sometimes I think, well, maybe you know, Ni- Nigel would t- would take on these Yetis.
3: I'm sure he would. I'm sure he would. But I I I I, I just don't think it's appropriate to suggest that we're sending out. A one or two person army to to battle yetis. I I can't, I, can't, I can't help but thinking we're we're getting a little bit off topic here. <laughs> uh, you know, I I don't want that to be the main takeaway from the Conservative Party. But we
4: need to uh, be where, a party. are you know, Labour well, policies. Yeah, we need to be a party that talks about big issues. And instead of concentrating on things like climate change and poverty, why aren't we concentrating on those zero point one percent of the population that is trans and yetis?
1: Yes, and I mean, I was a bit surprised actually, from what we've learned today, that Rishi not just talked about trans issues, but he didn't talk about yetis, and I, I that makes me a bit worried. That makes because me a bit he's worried woke, impressed.
4: because he's woke, and no one's got the courage to say mm. it. He is woke, and that is why Nigel is so popular. It's all about big ideas, and Rishi doesn't have big ideas. Yeah. He doesn't even have big suits. Well, I think Rishi might be the wokest
1: conservative leader we've had actually
3: <laughs> that's i mean i'm sorry i i met him once at a party and i would absolutely say that from the jokes he was telling he is not that woke um you know i i i, I think you know look we're we're a modern conservative party and and that is about being accepting of people no. and i think that was clear in in rishi's speech if you listen between the lines of what he was saying i think people would say oh that's that that's fairly reasonable
1: well listen both we're going to have to wrap this up you've been absolutely wonderful i'm having such a great time here at this conference good luck to you let's i think we can all say let's stand up and fight
2: no Next time on a very spooky fine dining podcast, the season one finale, TGI Fridays the Thirteenth. Oh, you betcha! Pineapple's gonna hit the fan as Michael's son, Juicy, or in this episode, Juice Son Borges, <laughs> goes on a murderous rampage, and no one is safe. It gets real spooky. It gets real bloody, and not everyone's gonna make it to the end of the episode. Who will live? Who will die? Listen to Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. Break down a trip to TGI Fridays based on the atmosphere, the service, and the food. And try not to be scared to death. Hear the thrilling finale of Fine Dining, Wednesday, October 25th, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Now, one of the standout moments of the conference was Suella Bravman's speech, which Quentin Letts of the Daily Mail compared to receiving a prostate exam.
2: And that sounds like the sort of thing some silly internet comedian's made up for a joke. But it's actually true. Anyway, to give his hot and spicy
1: takeaway of the conference, recorded immediately after Suella's speech, here is Ishan Akbar. Hello, Akbar. What's that? Hey Macarena?
5: Yeah, humming a little tune there. Yeah, a little 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 tune, little ditty from Top Loader, who performing at the Conservative Party Conference 2023. I've got CPC fever, Harriet. CPC fever.
1: I mean, it's wonderful, isn't it? They get the best of the best at the Conservative Conference. Absolutely. People say they don't, but they do.
5: We hear from the best bands. We hear from the best people. They have the best merchandise. It is the best thing happening in Manchester, neither the country.
1: Yep, yeah, it's the best place to be. I mean, Thought Park, eat your heart out, is what I say.
5: Absolutely. And do you know what? It really has been a... Thought Park there.
1: <laughs> oh. oh that's not, we're not oh. calling that a joke, oh, are that's, we? That's Surely. That's very park. good. <laughs> thought par- Thought Park though, Martin.
2: <laughs> it's, yes.
1: It's, it's, it's like Thought Park, but it's I thinking. know, I got I got, it's this. Also thought. I
2: got it. Big it's thoughts. very
1: good. It's very good. Now, Ishan, you are here as usual, to give us your hot and spicy takeaway, not just of the week, but this is a Conservative Party special. So hot and spicy of the Conservative Party conference.
5: Well, look, as I have mentioned, to me, this conference very much has been a thought park. Some amazing thoughts have come out of the mouths of Conservative Party top brass. But, of course, the Queen of Thoughts. Is Suella Braverman?
1: Oh, we stand, we stand. My goodness,
5: her. she Do has been I... in imperious mm. form.
0: Imperious form.
1: Yes,
5: she said such sensible things as trans women should not be in female hospital wards. A sentiment mm-hmm. I know most of the country agrees with.
1: Gotta be careful of a trans woman who's got a cold.
5: Absolutely, she's uh, had some wonderful thoughts that. Uh, people from certain communities they simply do not integrate.
1: No, no,
5: they don't integrate, and she should they should be allowed to uh, say that out loud, not be afraid of the karate to say it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
5: Uh, she said that multiculturalism has failed. So, the hot and spicy takeaway is basically this: Suella Braverman is right about everything.
1: Yes. Oh, that's a great takeaway. That's well, a great takeaway.
2: Is it a great takeaway? I mean, I'm sorry, Ishan, I, I do appreciate your inputs um, every week, but to just agree with Suella Braverman, that, it doesn't feel very hot okay, or okay. spicy. It feels like a mild korma to just agree with Suella well, look, and producer everything that she's saying at the I, conference.
5: I, Ishan Akbar, am not going to be lectured on the spice level of various curries by you. But i this is
2: not trying to most, get into a curry off. You this know, I wouldn't. Not with, definitely.
5: I, I, if you would give me the privilege of just currying on, that would be oh,
2: that great. I, I mean, I will, but I don't recognise that as a joke. But yes,
0: oh, it um, is. It is. Good.
2: To use your analogy, this is very
5: much a hot and spicy takeaway. It's hot because everyone is talking about it, mm-hmm. and. This is the views of the country that Suella yes, Braverman all of them. is espousing. And it's spicy because you're not allowed to say these things anymore.
1: No, the woke or arty won't let you. No.
5: The, and you actually,
1: know. do you know what? Even uh, Suella Braverman has been attacked, even by Priti Patel, who's now oh. on woke. She said that Suella Braverman's rhetoric was all about attention without delivery on policy. So... She's getting it from all sides. She's and getting this it from is all it. Sides.
5: You leave them alone for long enough, they fight amongst
2: themselves. Yes. Yeah. Wait. wait who, look who what happened. They? What the the woke? Wait. Is it's pretty part of the blob now.
1: It looks that way, producer Martin. Mm. But if you think I about think it, I think right after her dance with Nigel Farage, it's
5: true. People they read the same papers, they listen to the same songs, they eat the same food. They send their children to the same schools. Their children have the same jobs. Wait, who are we houses houses talking about,
1: Ishan? Who are the people
5: who don't integrate. Oh, I see. About-
0: right.
1: yes. For a moment then, I thought you were talking about people who join the Tory party.
5: Well, I mean, they might be some of the people who fall within the definitions of people who don't integrate. They go for walks right. in and around Islington and Chipping Norton and they, they eat the same kind of croissants and avocados of a week. They walk their children and they have the same kind of dogs.
1: But I think that's all right, though, isn't it? Because we were here first.
5: Mm, uh,
2: You were where where first?
1: We were here first. Who's
2: we? Who do you mean We we? um, Harriet, I'm going to advise you not hmm? to answer that question. Uh Um, Yeah, I don't think we need to establish who the we is. No, I'm just, I'm sick of filling in paperwork to explain why we're not, you know... Part of the problem. Who's we? The croissant
1: eaters, Ishan. The croissant eaters and the Islington walkers. Right. And they send their children to private schoolers, but obviously not just any private school, obviously the good ones, you know, the ones that are worth sending your children to, not the just standard private schools. Yes, of course. Yes.
2: Mm. You see, the problem I have, Ishan, is that what you're describing there is effectively an expat community. Isn't it? I mean, it's the people that go and and like to spend time together. They move to a certain place and they eat a yeah. the nice food. It's, it's like any Brits abroad.
1: Yeah, um, nice expats.
2: holiday. Yeah, going off having having your chips. What what about that culture?
5: The thing is, what's happening here is people are, are coming here on holiday and then not leaving. Yes, you know? that's right. what's happening. That's the thing. Yes. Come for the sun, so,
2: stay for the food.
5: Yes. So two, three hundred, five hundred, six hundred years ago. Some people came here on holiday. Yeah, I think they were called Vikings or Romans, oh, right. maybe even longer. They came here on holiday and haven't left. And this has been a problem for many centuries. Too many Vikings. Too many Vikings. They stay in places like Chester well, and Cornwall.
1: I don't want to shame anyone, but producer Martin is from Irish Oh, blood. There, there's another group.
2: The Irish. Well, yes, I mean... The, the, the came over here
1: on an Irish holiday, which yes. we know the Irish love to do, yes, and it they was... used to do all the time. Yes. Is that producer Martin's great, great, great producer Martin <clears throat> came round on a little boat hoping yes. to have a little holiday? <laughs> not, not even
5: one wow. iota of an Irish goodbye, not no. one iota, no, and then still here,
1: did they? It's great, no, they jigged around in yes. their little pubs. That's... Inoffensive.
5: offensive. And all these pubs she- just popped up everywhere. You can't move for an yes. Irish pub. selling I mean- their
1: lucky charms. Yes.
5: No, and no, to
1: each other, yes. not to the lucky charms
5: and to the everybody us, else. And poison us with this Guinness. You're just Producer listing Martin. off a lot of
2: popular Irish things there, and, <coughs> and, and, and it's actually not that offensive. They've absolutely bewitched us.
1: Oh, that's very clever. Do you see what he did there, Producer Martin? Because bewitched yeah, he- were a band in the well- 90s who were Irish. So, Producer Martin, actually, just because this is quite relevant. Yes. Do your grandparents speak English or do they only speak Irish?
2: Yeah, what do, they, well, what do your grandparents they speak? they are dead. Oh. De- they died. Did they integrate before they died? They did enjoy jigs from time to time, but no more than the average person would. Irish um, person, which is higher than most. I don't know. I mean, I guess you only jig when you're happy, but the jig is a distraction. I mean, the point is... That um, they, yes, they spoke English, but I don't think we're doing a um, a special on the contributing factors that led to the the um, Irish diaspora
1: around the world. Do you, do you think Suella should be more, more vocal about the Irish community?
2: I really hope she doesn't talk about the Irish community at all, to be honest. Why? I feel like it's not going to help, Ishan. I, I mean... It would be interesting to hear what her take was well,
5: I just mean, for a moment. I feel like when she's talking about the lack of integration, that's what she's she's talking about. She's talking about these centuries old communities. And if she casts her mind forward to the present time, you know, she's trying to get ahead of the problem. Because oh, we have I precedent for this. You know, mm. the Romans, the Vikings, the Irish, the Anglo Saxons came over here.
1: The Anglo Saxons, though those are all right.
5: Well, I mean, they barely—they've been
1: here for a while now. They've done their time. They've stayed here for a while.
5: I mean, we had to change Doth to Does because Doth doesn't make any sense, does it?
1: No, that's very true. That's very true. That was silly. They
5: they bastardized the language
1: Mm. and
5: kept forcing their customs and cultures upon us. And so one day, we—you know—in five hundred years' time, Borscht might become the national dish. And what do we do then?
2: Can I just say, Ishan? uh, You know, Borscht—it's not so bad. It's not so bad, I, I, I've, okay, I've had yeah, it, no, I've right. it a try. Sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, like you've
1: got to go, producer Martin, you can't say things like that. i well, speaking out of turn. Get, get out, so, it's so first. I can't... No, come on, you had to leave. It's just loud. You allowed. have to leave, I, what, producer leave? Martin. What you I'm said is silly. Get out. I'm producing the show, I'm in the middle of... I'm producing Where the are security... The, why are there no security guards in here? Get him out. Come on, move
2: them out. No,
1: stop it. Well, it's great. I mean, we've never had to use them before today, but here they are, manhandling Producer Martin out of the studio. Leave your lanyard. Yes, Producer Martin, you think about what you've done. I left my umbrella. So, Ishan, now we've got rid of the disruption, and I'm sorry about that. What do you want to see from Suella Braverman? What would you like her to say?
5: I want Suella Braverman to continue down this path. Mm -hmm. I would like her to start a podcast Oh, great, yes. Even write a book.
1: Oh, uh, brilliant, about
5: yes. Her, about her struggle.
1: Yes, and, I, I we think we need that. I think we really need that.
5: And The Struggle of the Country, Our Struggle. A book called Our Struggle.
1: Our Struggle and Mine. Yes. By Suella Braverman. You can yes. have that, Suella.
5: That's yours, Suella.
1: Ishan, thank you very much for your hot and spicy takeaway of the week. Mike. Now, how do I turn this thing off? Oh, God. Martin? Martin? <laughs> Well that's it for this week Like, subscribe, tell your friends Buy tickets to the live show on the 18th of October At museumofcomedy.com Send a passive-aggressive reply To the out-of-context Nonsense of Twitter account To keep them on their toes And keep those questions coming too nonsensedpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com with thanks to Rosie Holt, Brendan Murphy, Ishan Akbar, Suze Kempner, Rob Gilroy and Ed Morris. I'm Harriet Langley Swindon, and we'll be back next week with more nonsensed.